Hey out there, listener. This is your host, Keith. In post-production, had some technical difficulties, life difficulties, uh, trying to get this episode out. It obviously is late. Uh, there will be some of the opening segments that are missing. Not that they weren't recorded. I just didn't have a chance to get things edited properly. So here we go. We'll have our little opening segment, and we'll jump right to Terry's Top Ten, and we'll move on from there. So here we go. Now that's funny. All right, everyone. That is correct. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. And we, uh, I'm your host, Keith. Uh, I'm getting all this out of order. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I do today. Uh, are we, we supposed to say who we are? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is Terry. I lost my notes there for a second. Yeah, that Good. sounds funny. This Restart. is the week of May 3rd, 2022. Season 2, show 27, episode 79. There, we said the opening part. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. Now we get to talk to who we are. I'm your host, Keith. <laughs> I'm a co-host named Harry. And I'm Jill. <laughs> Another co-host. There the you go. the, the co-host. eye candy, huh? The hostess yeah. with the mostest. Mostest problems. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, speaking of the hostess with the most problems, uh, I know Terry had something he wants to talk about, so get off your chest while we talk about our opening uh, What's New Topic. Does anyone have a question? I mean, like my town hall meeting I went to last night? If you want to talk about that, is it going to be funny? You want to talk happened? Yeah. Is it going to be funny? Nothing. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I went for nothing. I went there for nothing. Nothing. It's never for nothing. Okay, that's all I got. I mean, nothing (laughs) may have happened, but that's good. Nothing is good sometimes compared to stuff we'll talk Mm. about later on Anchor Topic about the convention and talking about stuff I know you had yesterday with a whole bunch of stuff going on. (laughs) I had a lot of running around. It's not funny. It's just a headache. Yeah. Well, I got a funny story for us this week. Yeah. You take care of business. Last, it was one day last week. I don't remember exactly which day it was. But, um, you know, Easter wasn't too long ago, and we still have boiled eggs left. <laughs> still. So I was peeling a couple to have, you know, for breakfast. And I took a bite out of one. I, you know, I peeled it, set it on the counter. <laughs> and then I went to put the rest of them back in the refrigerator. And as I turned to put them in the refrigerator, that one rolled off the counter. <laughs> and I had my boot on because everybody knows I broke my leg and I'm supposed to wear it. <laughs> Got your booty. Got but um, booty. yeah, so devil de- or egg on the floor, me and my boot can't see. So we ended up with eggs smashed on the kitchen floor. Oh, so I bet your dog could see it. Uh, he was outside I should have let him in that's a good idea next time I do that and so I was like well I'm never gonna find this here Fido 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 so I just came into the living room and sat down and when my husband came in for lunch he's like why is there smashed eggs all over the kitchen floor (laughs) well you put this boot on and close your eyes drop an egg on the floor and try to find it it yeah. could be a good game, a party game. <laughs> there we go. Party game for our next party. <laughs> and so, find yeah, a, now find a drop the eggs and eat them. Uh, I don't sit uh, speaking down. of feeding the dogs, <laughs> the dogs are back. Yeah. yeah so, that's well. my funny story. I made egg smash yeah. all over, uh, egg stomp all over the kitchen floor. Yeah. Do the egg stomp. And today's the yeah. first. Today is the first Tuesday of the month. Yep. Yeah. The third. It's my payday. Social Security. Yeah. I get, I get some of those too. Yeah, there could be some sirens. They like to do that. <laughs> we may have to pause if they do. So but, you got uh, a funny story, Keith? This is the show before the May the 4th be with us. Yeah, tomorrow. Wow. 
Yeah, uh, but I don't really have anything funny. Just uh, we're still trying to transition into our new house we got. We're getting closer. Um, I know there's still a little bit of painting that Robin wants to do downstairs, and she wants to get rid of some wallpaper out of the bedroom closet. And I thought it's a closet; no one's going to see it. <laughs> yeah, put the clothes in, and it'll be gone. <laughs> Uh, but she wants you to have get, a new recording studio in the closet like other people. Yeah, <laughs> but she wants to uh, take it down. And of course, it's got some holes that she wants to patch. And then, but I think once she gets done with that, there's just a matter of upstairs bedroom, which will be my son's room. So it's like, look, we're waiting on these rooms to get done, and you ain't helped at all. So, once everything is done, if that room is not done, it's on you. Mm-hmm. We'll all be moving in. Well, do you do or not? That's on you. Uh, but he's like, oh, if it doesn't get done, that's okay. We'll go ahead and stuff we're doing. It's like, well, no, it's not okay. Make sure he gets the pink room so that he has to sleep in there. Yeah. Who, Christopher or David? No, David. David. Uh, well, whenever Chris visits... Uh, he'll probably, because we have an extra bed for whenever we have one of our grandsons who don't always stay here. Hey. That'll be his bed. If if uh, the other son doesn't get that room fixed up, he'll be sleeping on that bed. And if the grandson comes to visit, then he'll be on the couch or sleep on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have an extra bed we could set up in the girls' room because it's actually a bit bigger than the other rooms. And, and he can snuggle up next to his little five-year-old daughter or <laughs> have her snuggle up on him or something. Yeah. She's so excited. She wants to sleep on the bunk bed with her daddy. I'm like, I don't <laughs> think your dad's going to want to sleep on the bunk bed. <laughs> but hey, we're getting close. Um, and in fact, uh, I think Robin is today running around fi- finding uh, some beds to use because we, some of them we have, they're just old and abused and so we're going to get new frames for a couple of kids and bunk beds and yeah, they always say you're supposed to get new mattresses every eight years and i thought it was it's, it. it's, we don't do it it's about 10 but it depends eight to 12 sometimes yeah, i go up to get a new wife every 10 years too <laughs> so well that's only that's it. only you it's not either oh, one of us. oh, oh. <laughs> uh, i think that's par for your course it's not anybody else <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're getting close. We're sneaking up on it. Uh, my <laughs> wife is, even as we speak, driving to pick up one last uh, bunk bed. And then we'll be able to put them all up and toss, like I said, new mattresses. We do have a couple of mattresses that we can use that we already have that are in good shape. We'll probably get new mattresses. And then once beds are there, as far as I'm concerned, we can start sleeping there and putting clothes there. If we need to come here, uh, it'll just be to you know clean up and grab with this and grab with that. You know what, what works pretty good if you go like a big if you can afford if you can afford it. Mm-hmm. Some people can't, but if you can afford it, you go get like a three quarter inch piece of plywood, and and then you can cut it and put it on the frame, and then you would just put a mattress, and you wouldn't have to get a bunk bed. box spring. Well, the bunk beds are all going to come with that flat. That flat oh, mat, oh, the do. box spring pallet, yeah, they, they, oh. they all come with that. So all you got to do is toss a mattress on them. <clears throat> well, we do have some twin beds and other beds that will uh, need to have a new box. I'm saying for mattress. for kids that, that I mean, you don't even have to go that thick for kids where you know won't bow on them and stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, you'd you know, be surprised. Through. Kids will jump on beds. <laughs> yeah, well, the kids that'll be on the bunks you or, can't or, jump on the bottom bunk bed very well. No. <laughs> Well, the kids that will be on the bunk beds will be, they're old enough. They're not going to be pounced on them. All that's going to do is make you shorter. Make yeah. you shorter every time you jump. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah. I had but a anyway. son tried to jump on the top bunk once and it didn't work. He hit his head. Yeah. He was a little younger at the time. Though. I think he might have been four or five. Hello. My name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, 
and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T E R R Y S M I N I M A L L dot com. Or call my store at 618-471-9088. Thank you. Well, now we're going to move on to Terry's Top 10. Top 10. A top 10 list of NASA, the National Aerospace Association, whatever you want to call it. Uh, NASA's top 10 greatest accomplishments. And number 10. Explorer 1, it was launched in 1958. It was the first satellite in orbit. Hmm. And And it's still there today, exploring. In 1973, NASA launched Skylab, which... Oh, yeah. Back into the atmosphere and burned up. <laughs> it's not still there today. I forgot what year that was. I think, wasn't it? That he, said, he said 73. Well, I mean, that's when they launched it, but it, I mean, it fell back. Oh, when it fell back? Oh, I think it was in the 80s sometime. 80s or 90s, it stayed up there that long. But, um, number eight. Voyager was Star launched. Trek Voyager <laughs> was launched in <laughs> 1977. Voyager, um, the first Star Trek. It was on a 40-year mission, and not a five-year mission. Yeah. <laughs> Year mission. It's out there gathering information. Explore the mm-hmm. see the to go out and. Explore strange new worlds. <laughs> you know, just like... Well, it should come back to Earth then because Earth is getting pretty doggone strange if you ask me. <laughs> oh, there's an alien craft coming our way. Oh, wait. Uh, it's Voyager. That was in one of the Star Trek movies. Hmm. Number seven... Freedom 7, in 1961, was the launch of the first American astronaut in space. Uh, this has already sent somebody before we did in space. But. Well, I think Russia had the first man in space. The U.S. had a, a chimp in space. Right. That was and, America's first man in space. Alan Shepard. Orbited the Earth for nine days. He was the first one there that was in the uh, your, not Voyager. What I just said. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one. And number six. Is Apollo 13. For those who don't know, that was <laughs> There was a, there great was a movie about that. <laughs> Where they got stranded in space and had to get themselves back using all kinds of unorthodox right. yep. measures. Yeah. Apollo, right. Apollo 13 launched in 1970. It was the, the Apollo missions were successful. The Apollo 13 was first successful disaster Success. <laughs> it was a disaster, but we got ourselves out of it. You know, right. It was pretty amazing that they did. 
Right. Right. They, if you watch the movie, it's really cool. You know, I mean, we were alive back then, but I, we were kids. I don't know, but I was four. And, well, uh, I, I remember. I remember there was problems. I, I wasn't the, really into space stuff back in the, that age. They had to make like you know a round peg fit in a square hole type thing, the filters and and everything. You know, I remember I had a little. Uh, model, <laughs> a model of the Apollo landing unit that put together. Yeah. And whenever we were smaller, younger, smaller, smaller and younger, we used to build model rockets and, and blast them off. A little bit. Um, they didn't go to space, though. No, they didn't make it that far. <laughs> number, wait, number six was Apollo 13. Number five. Perseverance rover was launched 1996. The Viking was the first rover to be on the Mars, to Mars like, yeah. right to Mars. They've sent three three of these to Mars. The Perseverance, the the Viking was in 76, and the Pathfinder, the Pathfinder, Perseverance, and the Viking were the three rovers they've sent to Mars already. Hmm. It's on Facebook already. You know, we can actually now say that there's a, a planet in our solar system that's totally inhabited by robots. Yeah, there we go. Until Elon Musk goes, then he'll be the first yeah. And uh, let me see, number number four. The James Webb Space Telescope, super updated, better than the Hubble Telescope, hmm. but that's number three. <laughs> number three, the Hubble Telescope. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Hubble Telescope was launched in 1990, and it was deployed from the Discovery, Challenger, Space Shuttle, and it's in orbit. It is scope that was not land-based telescope, the Hubble telescope. Right. The uh, one before that was a land-based telescope. But um, number two. The ISS, International Space Station. In 1980, Ronald Reagan approved the development. And the people that, the countries that have been to the ISS, International Space Station, is Russia, Brazil, Canada, uh, Japan, <coughs> and 11 members of the EU. 251 astronauts have been in and out of the space station. Wow. Now, just last week, they launched the first uh, black woman uh, up to the International Space Station. Hmm. You know, so she's, they've had black women in the NASA program, but this is the first that's gone to the space station. Good for her. Yeah. yeah what so, if they're from Jamaica or something? Yeah. Um, I suppose technically there would still be American and that pretty much the whole Western Hemisphere is North America. Now, Keith probably knows the answer to this uh, one, so I'm going to ask Jill. What's okay. Number one here. I want you to I want, I'll say the thing and I want you to see if you know what was so special about this one. Okay. Probably already knows, but number one, NASA's greatest accomplishment is Apollo 11. I bet that's when the guy walked on the moon. The first oh, okay. step on the moon. Yeah. One small July, step for man, one large step for mankind. July 16th, 
1969, mm-hmm. launched from Cape Canaveral and landed on the moon. The eagle has landed one small step for me, one giant yeah. step for I, me. I remember it must have been two years ago. 650 million people watched on TV. Maybe it's three years ago in, in 2019. It would have been like the what 40th anniversary of that. And there was a, a big buzz on Twitter saying, what were you doing on this day 40 years ago? And people are like, oh, I was so, you know, taking part of history and I was watching the stuff and the moon landing. I thought I was probably outside riding my bike until mom screamed at us, come in the house, come in the house. You got to watch this. Like, I don't want to stop planning to go and watch some dumb show on TV. She goes, no, and, and sure enough, they had the moon landing. It's like, okay, I'm done. I'm back outside and playing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> they landed play. on I'm the moon. Kid. And it was, uh, and so that's my top 10 list there. But uh, yeah, we, I mean, I remember vaguely, you know, like watching like that on TV because we were kids, you know. Uh, you know, people, people would come to me and go, you know, I was in the, uh, the military or something, they go, were you in Vietnam? And I'm like, no, I was in kindergarten. <laughs> I was, I'm not that old. I was in grade school. It officially ended in 75. Like, I would have been like in middle school when it ended. So no. And I remember watching certain things in history. I remember like watching on the news when the supposedly the last POW came came back. And, right. And, and people had, had a POW bracelet. You always, you know, I remember the Apollo, the moon stuff. That last POW was Rambo, right? Yeah. Huh? Well, no, Rambo had to go get the last ones out. Oh. <laughs> With Chuck Connors in the missing yeah. it and stuff, those movies, you know, Delta Force and all. You know, they go back. Or, or no, well, Chuck Norris did it. They, Chuck, Con- uh, Chuck Norris. The guy. Chuck Norris and the other guy, he played Lex Luthor in the Superman movie. I can't think of his name. Me either. But he he played some special service dude that would put together the team. And I think that was the Missing in Action movie. That thing it was a Beatty, wasn't it? Like Warren Beatty or Ned Beatty? No, <laughs> that wasn't Lex Luthor. No, that was Lex Luthor's sidekick in Superman oh. movies. His yeah. will deliverance. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> like, like I said, these historical moments, but you remember where you were back then, right? Like, no, I don't. I didn't really give her if I was a kid. I when, was busy playing. When Kennedy was assassinated, I was still in my mom's tummy. I was, <laughs> you know, but. Never knew President Kennedy. Uh, anyway, enough of the uh, top ten. The gossip of Grinder Switch. Well, sir, 
We are all trying to make Brother behave. We want him to be nice when the preacher was there. Well, sir, we are sitting out in the front room trying to put on company airs, and all of a sudden, there we sit, man and sister and Brother Atkins and Uncle Nabob and me, all of us. Brother, he comes to the door, and he says, Mammy, I'm getting ready to wash my hands, and I ain't nothing out here but clean towels. You want me to start one? Now for our anchor topic, we want to discuss your recent convention. Convention, yeah. At our convention, Jill can briefly go over the itinerary, but just to let everybody know, who might know any of us, here in the Madison County uh, area, you know, I'm of our local chapter, but at our ICB convention, which is the Illinois Council of the Blind, ICB, when we say ICB, that's what we mean. Uh, they act, um, uh, they uh, advocate for blind people's rights. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I was elected second vice president of the Illinois Council of the Blind. Um, my wife was actually elected as the treasurer of the state uh, blind. We're doomed, Terry and Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Two of our other members in, in our group here in the hall here, uh, Kiona, uh, um, I well, guess we won't say their last name, and Diane uh, are both board members where they were elected to the board. So we have four representatives from our Madison County area to represent us in this, at the state level in Springfield in Chicago. And so if you wanted to go over the itinerary, you can, of different things that we learned at the convention. Well, this first session I missed, but you can talk about it. It was Friday morning and technology questions. And it I, was I, uh, led by Ray Campbell, it says. Right. And they talked about different apps like we've talked about before, it's mainly the Seeing Eye app. And there is a version of that for the Google Android phones. But I don't remember for the life of me what it was called. I always thought it was called Microsoft Seeing AI, but if it's called something different, that's news to me. Right, and it is. Uh, we do have a member in our group that knows. Uh, she told me, but it just I cannot recall it. But um, they talked about Ira, the app Ira, which is you have to pay for that one, but that's like be my. It's like a subscription service where you have a camera and a sighted person on the other end can tell you what, what it is. Right. Now that one is safe to use while you're traveling because you're actually talking to a real person looking through your your camera lens to tell you which way to go or don't cross the street, something's coming. <laughs> or if you're in a store, you know, it's just green beans or corn or something. You know. are, are these pants a size 12? or The way 21? that they described it too is if you're blind, okay, and, and you, if you I got to read. Hey, can you tell me my credit card number? When you call Be My Eyes, it, the people there are volunteers and they're not held accountable for who did you talk to. But it, it, I, on IRA with the paid subscription, you would know if, if somebody misused your card you know, fraudulently, you can mm -hmm. track it down to who did I talk to on that particular time of day. 
Right. Wow. A little more That's secure. That's a, a good function with the IRA as opposed to the be my eyes. Um, okay. Well, then after that was lunchtime, of course, and then we went back at one thirty. Yeah. This says, but that was a day they actually started at one, and we were late. But they talked about the credential report, nominating committee report. Um, first reading of the Constitution and bylaws. And so I don't know if you a have anything to boring say about business that. Stuff, huh? Yeah, a lot of boring business, but. Well, that was whenever they read, like they said, through the slate of officers and who was nominated. And <clears throat> if anybody wanted to take any nominations from the floor, we did it then. You know, yeah. You put all and your then after that, was an interesting woman talked about the real ID. Her name was Ann Ashby, and the real ID is the one with the star on it. And I, I think I was the only one in the room that actually had one. <laughs> she said, "There's three right reasons <laughs> you would need it, and it was if you want to fly." Now I don't remember. Did she say out of country or in country? You need it anywhere fly you fly or? in the United States of America. You have to have. You'll have to have the, the after ID next card. year. I think it was in May of 2023. Uh, or if you work on an Air Force base or in a prison, or you want to go visit somebody in either one of those places, you will have to have this star on your ID. Gold star ID, or you won't be able to get in. And it's going to be easier for men to get because, of course, they don't change their names when they get married. But they for, don't. Women, for women, you if you've been married more than once, you have to bring in, okay, we start off with your birth certificate and then your marriage license. And you if you've been divorced, you've got to bring your divorce license. Then you've got to take your next marriage license. Next divorce and then your next marriage and so on. Because they want that paperwork. Trail. If you're a repeat offender, I mean, marry her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you're a serial bigamist. <clears throat> the lady there with the Secretary of the State said they had a woman who came in and she had been married six times. And so she had wow. to all of that stuff. And it's, it's really, you know, it's a pain in the butt. Well, most people aren't married more than a few, but there are some out there who have been married six or even more um, Look at them famous people out there that even change yeah. their names when they become famous. Okay, well, and then after yeah. she talked, I don't know, I never caught what BBS, to me that's Vacation Bible School. So we <laughs> talk, talked about that, it says, at 3 o'clock. That's the Blind Services. Oh, Bureau of Blind Services, BBS, not VBS. Uh -oh. oh, BBS. I thought they were saying VBS. Yeah. Two, two, B. two Bs and one S, and not a. Okay. You know, not a that B. makes more sense. The vacation Bible school would be pretty good. <laughs> and then after that, we had a library update, and we all learned that there's a library in Granite City. But I don't know if it's just for the talking books or if it's like a public library that because Roxana used to do that. You could take your machines there and they would send them off for you. Because I remember mom having to do that a couple of times. Yeah, it, a, a lot of public libraries that are of any size uh, often will have a section of you know, audio books or things like that you can check out. But not, not all libraries do Right. And it says the person's name, I am not don't know if I'm saying it right, but it says Joan Natalie. Joan Natalie. So Natale. We'll assume we're but, saying it right. Yeah. And if you're not, it's up to her. She should she should get a hold of us and tell us how to do it. Right. And then we had our <laughs> candidates forum where all the candidates got to vote for me because this is what if, I'll do for you. If you elect me, two tickets in every pot. Yeah. I'll they had two minutes each person to talk. So, yeah. And then I, after I, that, we were done. I, they they handed me the microphone. And I said, I'd like to say two words. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was more than two. <laughs> Everybody started laughing. That's yep. two words. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Four words. <laughs> so then after that was dinner time. And then at eight o'clock in the evening until it says 11, but I don't know when we actually got done was the auction and the social oh, time yeah. in the. The, the, and the, the auction for the Illinois Council of Mine, it brought in $1,100. They oh, brought wow. in all the auctions. Yeah, they did stuff. really we, good. We should have an auction on this podcast. Then. <laughs> me, and my, me and my wife had donated, or we went out <clears throat> for the last two years where we haven't had a convention. We've been buying things every once in a while to auction off. And 
we uh, donated a lot, almost all the auctioned items and stuff. Yeah, there was stuff donated from other people too, though. Not much, but we had a TV and a lot of electric electronic stuff, you know, different chargers and things. And but go ahead. Um, okay, that was the end of that day. So Saturday, um, I went back too far. Saturday, nine o'clock, we started. Hitting it hard in 22, I think they're wanting us blind people to exercise more. And this uh, guy was. I remember David that one. I must have been Duke. sleeping through that one. You're exercising. David in your dreams. Trough talked about that. Um, yep. Exhibits. Oh, okay. We went and seen the oh, exhibits. Oh, yeah. The exhibits were there. Yeah, right, right, right. So you can talk a little bit about that. Well, why? I mean, well, I think we only had nine different exhibitors in there. Uh, my I wife. know the first one was the ICB, right? The ICB selling stuff, and then Ray and Campbell I, I, had. I'm trying to go around the room. Ray Campbell had monthly monetary. Uh, yeah, you, wanna, you can automatically deduct out of your paycheck or whatever out of your bank account every, each month to the ICB, the Illinois Council of the Blind, if you so wish to do so. Yeah, not going to happen. American right. Council of the Blind, and then the next table was Tupperware. Yeah. And then across that back wall, Terry, I'm not sure what was beside. Well, then it was Terry's table. Then you had um, okay. and Michelle Jones had their table. And I don't know what was next to them. I uh, think James was next to them. He James would have been the Kennison next. from that the podcast, podcast yeah. was there. Um, and Illinois Technology Program from Springfield. Oh, they were there? Okay. Yeah, they were there. I never uh, got around that far. That was in the middle. Was Jackie Darnell with Impact? Oh, I didn't know Jackie was there. <laughs> yeah, and then next to them was the Mary Bryant home. They had a lot of devices and things there selling talking watches, talking oh. keychains, and they had folding blind white canes, um, okay. all kinds of different merchandise there. They were selling and. Uh, if you tune into that story show with James Kennison, yeah, he had recorded some stuff from our podcast, so you can check out his podcast too and see. Yeah, he recorded other people who are there telling right. their funny stories. So if you check out that story show, you'll you probably hear some of those. We had yeah. So after that, we of course went to lunch, and then we went back to the meeting room and listened to keeping track of mental health. And it says with Miss Phillips, I don't know that lady. Why. She was she was she was a special ed teacher who talked to us about mental health. And stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they didn't put her first name. It just says Miss Phillips, so I'm not right. real sure. But she was very interesting, letting oh, yeah, you know everybody's pretty, got a little bit a little bit of mental issues. She's like people who tap their foot or rub your face. Or I'm sitting there, I'm sweating my butt off. I got a wash rag sopping the sweat off of my head and she's talking about rubbing your face or touching shaking your, your foot i was shaking my foot the whole time uh, she was talking shaking your foot you know saying all these things just little quirks that people do and yep yep so she was very interesting and then after and her forth. after her we got a break and then we came back and listened to ray and karen campbell talk about <laughs> buying a house they moved from chicago to springfield then after that was democracy uh democracy yeah. live and what issues are important to us and i know chicago was talking about advocating for the talking street lights and uh, uh, signals right that was you know the acbmc i wonder though i don't know about this I, and i didn't think of it till later but if they talk do they tell you how much time you have before yeah. the light changes again. Go, count 10, down. 9, 8, Yeah, seven. so you know, do I have time to cross? If I hurry real fast, or should I wait for the next? Right. Instead of just going, it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. I, I've never been around one, so I don't know what they say. But I wondered about <laughs> that, if they actually said, you have 20 seconds, 19, 18. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's 40. It's probably like 10 or 5. Oh, but they I, have I, a, I thought they had an inflection in it to where it would speed up or slow down or something. Oh, I, I don't know. Stripping or whatever. Stop! You're stopping in the middle of the road. It's like Frogger. This next Black. thing, I don't remember happening. But it says role play. We had advocacy role play. 
And I don't know what that means. I don't remember anything different besides them saying, you know, what each group is needing done in their area. And then it says 6 p.m. was social hour. Cash bar will be open. Of course, that evening at 7 was our banquet. And then after our meal, we got some entertainment from Carrie Miller and John Meehan. I think it was John Meehan pretended to be Benjamin right. Godfrey, right. which is the person that uh, started Alton Godfrey area here, built it up. Oh. He uh, came to the area, he was saying, with 12 kids and a wife and $50,000. But his wife was only 16 years old. And, he had and, 12. and, and when was this? In the early 1800s? Or it was the 18... uh, yeah, 1835. Well, he was 50, born in 1835. That's a lot of money for 1835. Yeah. Well, it was like a dinner theater type thing to where he was speaking like as if he was the girl. Yeah, he was in character. Yeah. yeah. And, and so uh, he told about how he came here and built the first church, which is still standing today across from the Stratford Hotel. He was friends with Abraham Lincoln. He built uh, Lewis and Clark College, but back then they called it the Monticello Girls School. I'm just kind of brushing a little bit on each thing because I know this is probably getting right. kind of long. I thought it was really interesting. I, a lot of things I didn't really know about the area. He was yeah. uh, going on and talking about the Haunted Mansion on Albee Street. The Pike haunted Mansion, I think mansion. they called it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you remember anything else about there? I fell asleep from a cheesecake. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then after that, we remembered the ICB members. Oh, yeah. Then there was some, away, the memor- there was the a memorial bunch. service. Right? And that takes us into Sunday, if you want to skip onto that, which was our elections, and that mm-hmm. took most of the day. And, yeah. and our affiliate reports were. Yeah. It stands it. And tells what the what their affiliate has done throughout for the last year or whatever. Right, and picking where we're going to have the next convention, next convention. which was in Chicago, Grant, Glenbrook or something. It's in Glen Ellen. It Glen was, Ellen, okay. That's the name of the town that's in Chicago area. But that's uh, all there was to the you know after we voted, got all the stuff done, we were done. So yeah, I got to go home. I used my Victor reader to record the whole convention. So I have it recorded, but I'm not going to dig. We're going to play it back now. <laughs> I'm not going to dig for it right now. But. An Avon fragrance can be fresh and lasting. An Avon fragrance can also be smoothing, softening, soothing. Calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Health Sleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. If we don't play it back now, but instead read the emails. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? 
spot? Well, isn't that nice? Yeah, read us an email. Maybe something funny. Yeah, for a change. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it starts out the usual way. Hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill. I'm a bush pilot, and I fly hunting guides and their clients to remote parts of Africa. While there isn't always a limit to how many critters that a hunter might take down, I'm always finding myself on a spot and reminding hunting parties about certain limits to the game that they can carry out. For example, I got tired of arguing with two hunters who I flew to Kenya. They just wouldn't listen. The customer's always right. They had bagged six gazelles, and as the crew was loading my small plane to return, I kept telling them, the aircraft and take only four gazelles back. Well, last time the pilot told us we could take back six, and he had a plane just the same as yours. Uh, and I, I said, Well, that pilot is Tom, he should have known better. Okay, okay. I told him, I give in, hop in, it will take off. My little plane was just too heavy, and I was just forced. To set her down, there was just no way we could clear the treetops. Climbing out of the wreckage, the second hunter turns to the first hunter and says, any idea where we are? Yeah, I told him. I'd say we're pretty close to the place where Tom crashed last time. There's a reason there's a limit to gazelles. Frank Omaha. (laughs) And if you're ever in the need to go on safari... Contact my booking office, Fluffy Landing, Florida. So that is the email. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take too many gazelles out. The plane might not take it. Anyway, (laughs) uh, final thoughts is where we're up to now. Yeah. Let me see. I got a few of them. Okay. I've been writing a book, but I lost my notes uh, on this book I've been writing called One Thousand and Ways uh, One Thousand and One Ways to Cure an Itch. I guess I'll have to start from scratch. <laughs> How does a computer see the world? Through its windows. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know who Darth Vader's wife is? Elevator. <laughs> well, well, what do you get if you give a hoppy little bunny to a Rottweiler as a pet? Uh oh, <laughs> furry yard mines. Do you know what a witch uses to make her hex work? Spell check. (laughs) Get that spell right. What is the baseball version of Star Wars? The umpire strikes back. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fun things to do in public and then run. <laughs> Go up to some random woman and say, Hi, like you're all excited to see her again. And then say, I hadn't heard you were pregnant. <laughs> and then you run away. A lot of different pants look the same because they have the same jeans. Oh. <laughs> Do you know who served Yoda at his favorite restaurant? Darth Waiter. Darth <laughs> Waiter. <laughs> <laughs> What did the web page say to the mouse? 
Can you take me home? (laughs) (laughs) My wife gave me an ultimatum. It's either her or my addiction to sweets. The decision was a piece of cake. What happens when Darth Vader misses three pitches in a row? The umpire strikes out. (laughs) How do birds communicate? They tweet. The computer jokes here or something. Well, I just have one more here. Uh, did you hear about the woman who asked her husband if he would die for her? He told her, No, sweetheart, mine is an undying love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. have any more, so you can I got one more. <laughs> What do you get when you cross a cow with the internet? Some milk and cookies. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, I oh, noticed okay. the, uh, the Star Wars theme there because, of course, as a recording, it's May 3rd, but tomorrow is May the 4th be with you. Yeah, so I tried to find some Star Wars jokes. That, that is Cinco de Mayo for us to have a fancy Mexican holiday and follow the, somewhere in there by a certain post on this podcast having a birthday. Yeah, Saturday. Jill's birthday. And tune in next week because we're going to have the letter birthday cake. P. We're going to have two. The P. Letter P. We're going to have P. We're going to have gonna P. P. We're going to have P all over those words. But hey, this is the ending up part where we like to say, hey, we're signing off. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Leave us a rating and review. Uh, That way people can know what you think about us. We're going to have a pee party. Pee party. Pee party. Instead of a tea party. That comes later. Well, you know, it should be a tea party first and then a tea party. But anyway. Hey, this is your host, Keith, signing off. Saying Once again, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com.